Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming a program author, Gary L. Ivey, and he is the author of Quest for a King. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Gary, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Don. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Well, I am talking to you from Hawaii. My wife and I have been married for almost 50 years, and we've lived here in Hawaii for eight years. I've been writing for a good bit of time. I've written screenplays as well as now three novels. So tell us about your book. Well, Quest for a King is an adventure story from 3,000 years ago. It has political infighting, supernatural elements bordering on fantasy and battles, uh, but it's historical fiction told against the backdrop of the time of the United Monarchy of Israel as portrayed in the Bible in the books of 1 Samuel, which includes the story of David and Goliath. It begins 20 years before the crowning of Israel's first king, King Saul, at a huge battle with the Philistines that was catastrophic for Israel. And we first meet Eldad, a metalsmith from the town of Mizpah, who volunteers to fight. But as he's leaving, he finds out his wife is pregnant. He goes to fight anyway and almost doesn't survive the battle. The book follows his family and several other families for multiple generations. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? Well, Quest for a King is great for Christians or Jews who want to learn more about biblical history, but it can be read as an adventure story by anyone, whether they're familiar with the Bible or not. I wrote it with men in mind because there are an awful lot of Christian books that are written, but a lot of them are oriented toward women. And so I was writing for men. I have a Jewish friend who read the book and said, I wish I'd had this growing up. I would have understood biblical history so much better. I wrote it with gritty realism because too often Bible stories are sanitized for children or romanticized for women, but life was pretty rough back then. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Yes, the idea of kingdom is a theme throughout the Bible. In the New Testament, for example, John the Baptist preached that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus often began teaching by saying that the kingdom of heaven is light, and then he would have a lesson. And although it's not explicitly stated in this book, the second book in the series will have a prominent character say it's God's kingdom after all. So the theme is that ultimately the world is God's kingdom. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? These stories are stories that are favorites for a lot of people. 
And yet they may not know the full depth of what's involved. As a Christian, I believe God wants what's best for us, but our natural state is rebellion against God. And we will be happiest when we live in harmony with God and our fellow man. In quest for a king, King Saul is declared to be in rebellion against God, and his monarchy is predicted to end badly. Some might think that the Bible pictures just perfect people, but in reality, it shows even heroic characters like David as flawed and needing redemption, just like us. And that's one reason that I believe these stories are true. If the authors were trying to make us think these people were heroic, they wouldn't include all the negative things they did. Now, if you were asked to compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? Well, there are quite a few biblical novels out there, but I'm not sure how many of them are well known. For example, as background research, I read a book which told part of the same story from the viewpoint of Saul's daughter, Michael, who was married to David. It included a lot of fictional backstory, like I do in Quest for a King, but also strayed from the biblical story in a couple of places. Of course, if you reach back a ways, you can look at novels like The Robe by Lloyd Douglas or Ben-Hur by Lou Wallace. Both those books are fictional stories told against the backdrop of stories in the Bible. It's been a long time since I read The Robe, but anyway, those kind of do the same thing, where they have fictional stories in the foreground, and then the biblical story is background. So what inspired your book? What's the story behind it? Well, when I was a child, I read everything I could get my hands on, uh, and the Old Testament stories really captured my imagination because they're so full of adventure and romance. I went to a small church-operated school, and Bible was one of our regular classes. So with that, plus church on the weekend, I was hearing something about the Bible six days a week. Too often, people think the Bible's boring, but when you dig deep, it's anything but boring. So I wanted to bring the stories that I loved as a child to life. I've done a lot of research into the time and the culture, and there's a lot of information that's come to light in archaeology and so forth that throws light on all of this and just makes it all the more interesting. Now, you said that Quest for a King is the first book in the series. How many books are you going to do in this series? Well, the first two books, Quest for a King and Exile of the King, cover the reign of King Saul. And the next books will look at the reigns of King David and King Solomon. That was the period of time that Israel had a united monarchy. After King Solomon, it split into two different countries. So I haven't committed to a total number, but there will be at least four and perhaps as many as six if I do two books for each of those kings. So the next book in the series, when do you expect that to be available? Exile of the King is almost finished, and it picks up immediately where Quest for a King leaves off. I have a little bit of editing to do, and then I will probably release it in a couple of months. It's called Exile of the King because David, who is designated by the prophet Samuel to follow Saul as king, has to flee for his life because 
Saul is intent on killing him. He spends years as a nomad with a thousand fellow outcasts moving about to keep from being caught by Saul. And in one situation after another, he's almost caught, but is able to slip away unscathed. Ultimately, he has to leave the country altogether for them to be safe. Now, you mentioned stories that you loved as a child. Did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Yes, certainly did. As I mentioned, I went to a church school which had Bible classes, but I also read a lot about those stories outside of class. In college, I majored in theology, and I learned a little bit about biblical languages. I'm no expert by any means, but I can pronounce and read to some extent the original Hebrew of the Old Testament, so that's helpful. As an adult, I read a lot about the latest archaeological finds, and that contributes to our understanding of that time and culture. We're talking about events that took place 3,000 years ago, after all, so it's not easy to know what life was like then. But that's one of the reasons I'm writing these books, just to bring that era to life. With a lot of research, it's possible to make educated guesses about what it was like so long ago. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? Well, I've written in several genres, but I've always been fond of historical fiction because I've always loved history. And history, like the Bible, is boring to a lot of people, but that's just because they haven't delved into it to get to know the people who were involved. After all, history is just the story of people. And most people like to read about people, people who have the same hopes and fears as we do, but often with challenges unique to their time. And so being able to bring those things to life and to be able to identify with what those people went through is something that I enjoy doing. So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? Well, I would say that the most rewarding thing, I mentioned my Jewish friend who read an advanced copy and he emailed me several times to say that he couldn't put it down. This is amazing. I'm on page 40, he said at one point. And then I got an email just a little bit later and he said, I can't put it down on, on page 120. So he read the whole thing in one 24-hour period. And that was very gratifying to me because I'm a Christian and he's a Jew. And so to know that it was meaningful, both from my standpoint and from his, was very gratifying. So how would you describe the writing style you're using here? Well, it's been described by others as immersive, which means it pulls you into the experience. I try very hard to be very descriptive about the surroundings, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the textures, and also, you know, what the characters are feeling. Not so that it slows the story down, but in order to paint word pictures, I try to help the reader see it as if they were watching a movie. I write movie scripts too, so that comes naturally. So your characters, are they pure fiction or do you draw from people you know in real life? Well, in this book, it's a mix. I believe the characters portrayed in the Bible were real people, so I don't deviate when the Bible is explicit about things they said and did. 
But there are a lot of characters in the Bible which are mentioned only once. We may not even know their names. So I'm able to give them backstories and history and show what motivated them to do what they did. Then I've created many fictional characters who represent thousands of unknown people at that time, because my purpose was to tell the Bible stories from the viewpoint of fictional characters rather than the named characters who are front and center in the Bible. So would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? Well, that's a tough one because it's sort of a chicken and egg question. Every story has to have both character and plot, right? But since I follow the plot of the story as it is in the Bible, I'd say my focus in this book is on character to flesh out the Bible characters, many of whom, as I said, are barely mentioned, but I get to give them backstories and families and explore their motivations. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Well, anyone who enjoys adventure and heroic action stories, but also anyone wanting to experience these Bible stories as the contemporaries likely experienced them. It's not a children's book. Many of these stories are favorites in Sunday school, but life back then was pretty brutal, and I try to depict it just that way. And so I think teen boys and men will certainly like it, but one of my first sales was to someone I knew, an elderly woman who enjoyed it and now can't wait for the next one. Do you have a website? Yes, the book is being sold on my blog website, which is GaryIvy.com, and Ivy is I-V-E-Y. But then I also have another website, AgeOfTheKingdomSeries.com, which is where I have a lot of information about the series Age of the Kingdom. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Gary L. Ivy, and he is the author of Quest for a King. Gary, thanks very much for being with us today. Well, thank you very much for having me. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.